What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Frequency Podcast Network. There you're going to get some consistent content, including some album reviews that don't make the podcast. Got a fun one today, Drake. Honestly, never mind. Drake, Canadian rapper and singer, one of the most prolific artists of our generation. Over 170 million records sold. One of the most streamed artists of all time. Four Grammys, 10 number one hits. Most top 10 singles in Billboard history. And many more accolades. Credited, at least in my eyes, for not necessarily starting, but popularizing a more personable and intimate style of hip-hop. Including elements of R&B from the jump. And then eventually, bringing in influences of dancehall and Afrobeat. On projects like Views, the album which featured singles like the classic One Dance and controller that really cemented his superstardom so when people say that drake has never really shifted his sound i would have to disagree given the sounds that he was messing with in 2016 probably one of the littest summers my generation has ever had in large part due to drake's newfound approach and getting right into it what i will say is on honestly never mind drake definitely did a complete 180 not really dipping his toe into a new sound but rather fully jumping into the waters of house techno with this sprinkle of r&b and hip-hop to create this full-on dance album and although this album does stray from drake's typical style sonically it isn't constructed all that different from pretty much every project we've gotten from him since more life and what i mean by that is drake has largely become a singles playlist type of artist i feel like views was the last drake album that genuinely felt like it had a bit of cohesion to it but not only that it often does feel like drake just throws a bunch of shit at the wall just to see what sticks at this point point. and to be honest i don't need some cohesive kendrick lamar s concept album to enjoy it give me some catchy hooks and some fun vibes and honestly you could hook me i think the issue here is that it's really hard to construct a fun vibey album when you're just kind of throwing tracks together for the sake of reaching for a radio single not actually putting in the effort to make them more appealing that's kind of how you end up with an album full of fillers to pad the track list and one thing i did appreciate a lot about 2016 drake and this is something i think a lot of people would agree with even if it hasn't been articulated in this way drake didn't really feel like he was rushing to put together these songs the samples were clean the production was tight the hooks were well written the vibes were wonderfully executed and although it wasn't my favorite album as a whole I think it has aged well, especially given the output we've gotten in recent years. So I will say I applaud the direction that Drake tries to go in on this record. I do enjoy my fair share of dance music and I definitely have an appreciation for House. And I do think there are some great tracks on here where Drake does a pretty good job stepping into the genre. Text Go Green has some nice black coffee production. I like the heavy synths. The instrumental doesn't grow or evolve or anything like that, which can be typical for an average house track. I will say I do prefer production to be a little bit more creative in the long run, especially because the outro on this track gets annoying after a while. But I like the vibe drake sets on here the chorus going into the interlude is smooth and i like his flow on the hook typical subject matter about a woman from his past that he's moved on from but i think i'd enjoy it in a club setting i feel the same about the track a keeper i find the hook to be catchy and i appreciate the songwriting on the verses about moving on to someone new and wondering what value his ex has in staying in his life i like some of the bars like forced into submission got you a mercedes benz that didn't make you driven i like how the production fills up the song a lot more on the outro as well doesn't run its course like the previous track i mentioned later on we get massive a highlight on the album for me for sure i think drake rides the beat very well and i like the writing and the hook the production does steal the show on this track though shout out to carnage on this one the instrumental builds and transitions various times i especially enjoy when the drums come in before the chorus that does take me to one major issue of this album the production isn't very creative on a lot of this i'm not a house music expert or anything like that but i do enjoy a wide range of dance pop albums that i would very much recommend over this things like daft punk or a bjork or Apache mode and unfortunately drake's performances 
influences on many of these tracks make the songs kind of go from an average diluted house track to a plainly poor attempt at the genre. Look no further than the first full-length track, Falling Back. I think the beat is fine, average house, but Drake's higher vocals on this track are rough. And sadly, the best lyrical performance is during those unlistenably high vocals. The majority of the track is overly repetitive and just not catchy at all. The outro is also incredibly unnecessary, repeating the same bar in these gross vocals over and over again, adding absolutely nothing to the song. It comes off rushed, honestly. I will say though, Drake isn't always to blame on here. Although I find most of the production on this to at least be listenable, there are a couple of glaring missteps. Currents easily has one of the worst instrumentals on the album. The bed squeaking is so corny. I don't know what the fuck Black Coffee and Carnage were thinking with this one. The sample for the chorus fits very awkwardly, and although Drake's vocals aren't terrible, they're far from the focus of the track. Later on, we get Calling My Name. I do like the subtle groove to it, and it definitely makes me want to move. I see the transition going over pretty well in the club, but that interlude is mad corny. And if Jack Harlow said this shit, everybody would be calling him a cornball. We gotta have that same energy for Drake. I do think the album ends strong with a handful of tracks that are solid in comparison to the rest of the track list here. On Tie That Binds, Drake actually hits the notes a bit better in that higher vocal register. I also do enjoy the chorus transition as it transitions into this guitar instrumental break. Sounds pretty sexy. The track liability grew on me a little bit, but the low vocal effect does get old fast. I mostly like the songwriting. Pretty intimate track about a woman who's playing with Drake's emotions, especially well written on the second verse. I like the bars here where he says, judging me lately, banging the gavel on me, friends want to tattle on me, you put your words together like you getting points for that shit like you playing Scrabble on me. Some clever Drake bars. And I do like the closer Jimmy Cooks, which features the sole guest appearance on the album by 21 Savage. It's a pretty run-of-the-mill, hard-hitting Drake track, but one of the few rapping outliers on the album, which makes it interesting, but not necessarily anything special. 21 Savage does come through with his patented funny bars, though. Stuff like, I be with my gun like Rose be with lemon pepper. She want to hear some Afro beats because she just popped the Tesla. Also like the bar, this Glock 45 came with a switch. If I was Will Smith, I would have slapped him with a stick. I do generally love me a nice 21 Savage feature. On the rest of this album though, Drake is most often just giving us mediocre vocal performances over bland house production, and I'm happy to see Drake trying to get deeper into another sound that he clearly has an admiration for. And although we get a couple of jams, the album is largely a pretty fairly average collection of dance tracks with a handful of missteps that make you wonder whether Drake really put in the time to make this album worth your while. So, like with every Drake album from the last five years or so, I'm gonna collect like four or five tracks that I'm gonna add to a playlist, and I'm gonna throw the rest of this filler away as a low effort attempt to recreate the nostalgia that 2016 Drake has in our hearts. This one's a four for me. Those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on Insta or TikTok and let me know. Also, let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until then, I'll see y'all later.